Hello, fellow time travelers. I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by Dalton Hughes and by Alison Fitzsafry. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Enjoy your travels. Hello. Before I begin tonight's episode of the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, as we all know, we lost a great man in Doctor Who. Terrence Dix passed away at the age of 84, and he wrote over 60 Target books and many of the WHL and hardbacks in the early days, as well as being the script editor for the last season of Patrick Troughton moving into the John Pertwee era. He co-wrote with his uh, companion Malcolm Hulk, the story The War Games, which is considered one of the greatest episodes ever written, ending The Second Doctor. So I wanted to pause just to pay tribute to a great man. I got to meet him back in the 80s, and uh, like I wish we had smartphones back in the day, I could have captured the moment, but instead it was a shake, a handshake, and uh, a nice small conversation while he was in the hallway. Back then you didn't have to wait in line to talk to the celebrities, you ran into him in the lobby. Anyway, Terrence Dix, we'll miss you. Uncle Terrence, I'm sorry you're gone. And now, the episode, Doctor Who Collector's Podcast. Welcome back to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, your host, and I've been collecting Doctor Who since 1981. In 1985, I had this wild idea of starting a Doctor Who store. I called it Bundles from Britain, and it lasted for a few years. After I left that and began my life elsewhere, a few years ago I picked up a book called Red, White, and Who, The Story of Doctor Who in America. It is from ATB Publishing, and I found Bundles from Britain in the index, and it is mentioned on page 384 alongside more of Chicago's great Doctor Who outlets. I'm glad to be part of the history. Please buy the book. It's from ATB Publishing, and it's a really rich history of Doctor Who knowledge about the story of it in America. Um, anyway, I want to make a big mention to the largest Doctor Who event in the Midwest. Come say hello to me at the Chicago TARDIS convention, now in its 20th year. We have two doctors on the program, uh, Paul McGann, the 8th Doctor, and Sylvester McCoy, the 7th Doctor. Also from the current series, we have Tozen Cole, who plays Ryan Sinclair. Uh, we also have a great deal from the John Pertwee era, Katie Manning, who played Joe Grant, also John Levine, who played Sergeant Benton, and Richard Franklin, who played Captain Yates. From the Tom Baker era, everybody remembers Louise Jameson, who played Leela, as well as John Leeson, who provided the voice of K-9, and everyone's favorite companion, Fraser Hines, who played Jamie McCrimmon, and also sings our theme song, will be there. 
Another podcast I want to give a big shout out to is the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast hosted by my good friend Tony Witt. You can find that one also on iTunes and Spotify. I was recently a guest when we talked about The Mind of Evil and in a live taping for The Day of the Daleks, which will be airing soon. And I'm tentatively going to be on the panel for the live taping at Chicago TARDIS for the review of The Three Doctors. We usually do a room party for that, so I hope to see you all there, and uh, it would be great to meet many of my listeners. Our theme song, of course, is Who's Doctor Who by Barry Mason and Les Reed, performed by Fraser Hines, who played Jamie McCrimmon in over 113 Doctor Who episodes, the longest-running character and a good friend of the podcast. Speaking of friends of the podcast, consider becoming a friend of the podcast. Publishing a podcast takes more than just research and talent and and time and recording. There's uh, website costs. There's you got to pay somebody to get this up on all the platforms so people can hear it. So if you could help us out with as small as a $5 a month subscription at our Patreon page, that's patreon.com backslash Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, all one word. And I'll be happy to thank you live on the air. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Podbean. You can hear a lot of great podcasts on Podbean. We are also now a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. You can see other great Doctor Who podcasts at DoctorWhoPodcastAlliance.org. Sad, really, isn't it? People spend all that time making nice things, and other people come along and break them. Collection Protection. Not a sponsor of the podcast, but something I use myself for protecting my valuable collection of Doctor Who goods. Bags Unlimited has been in the collection protection business since 1976. That's just about as long as I've been watching Doctor Who, which is 1975, by the way. They are the forerunners in the collection protection business and are the number one choice of collectors for storage, display, and shipping products for their collectibles. Their website is broken down into supply categories for the different types of collections that people have. So, for instance, if you're looking for your, something for your Target books, they have paperback sleeves. They also have a jumbo-sized sleeve that'll fit your WHL and hardbacks. They have things for your CDs, for your DVDs, for your albums. If you collect vinyl records, they've got everything. Um, postcards, or if you need shipping boxes or general purpose bags, you can find their supplies uh, very easy to find. They also have categories for Madigan framing, packaging display, and protective Mylar acid-free backings and corresponding spot, uh, sizes. Uh, please uh, use them for all your collection supply needs at bagsunlimited.com. If you have any collection protection stories, or if you want to say, beware of what I did wrong, like I shared on a previous podcast, uh, please write us down. You can find us at Facebook or Twitter at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, or you can email us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com. And our website is Doctor Who Collectors.com. Money? My dear chef, I don't want money. I've got no use for the stuff. Before I get to the main story, we're going to talk about the new adventure books. I have a side I want to talk about briefly, and it's called price gouging. A price gouging is when someone buys something at a really low price and turns around with a thousand percent or more markup uh, on an item that they hope to really profit on at the expense of the buyer. And I'm finding this practice to be rampant and various Facebook groups on eBay and on Amazon. So 
just for instance, I usually step in if somebody's selling a product and they're asking a pretty ridiculous price. And we do have a segment on the program called The Most Outrageous Offer, and you'll love today's. Um, just a, no spoilers here, but when you hear the whole thing, you'll you'll love this one. This was a one, one sent to me. But any case, a gentleman was selling uh, the Dalek uh, special by Terry Nation on Facebook, uh, one of the groups. I'm not going to name the group because I don't, you know, I love these groups and I don't want anybody to get in trouble. But he thought uh, it would be worth at least 35 pounds. And I said, that's, you know, almost $50. And I actually wrote on there, it's a great book. It's worth about $15 to $20. It wasn't a low print run on that. And you can find those. In fact, I found one for a dollar on the Abe's Used Books site, which I typically check periodically for outrageous offers as well as uh, reasonable ones. And there were a lot of books in stock. So there's no need to pay a ridiculous amount of money for something you really want. Just be patient and look around. And don't be afraid to negotiate, and please don't be afraid to walk away. Um, Many group moderators on Facebook especially are looking into this practice, as it has been complained about. Or people taking money and disappearing, which is another problem. That's something I can't do much about. But if if our friends in the UK are buying Doctor Who items for less than a dollar American, maybe charge $10 and collect postage. Don't charge 50. Um, But that's just not right and not fair. Oh, look, rocks. Anyway, the main story. We're going to talk about the New Adventures books. The Virgin New Adventures are a series of novels from Virgin Publishing based on the British science fiction series Doctor Who. They continued the story of the Doctor from the point at which the television program went into hiatus in 1989. So in other words, from the story of survival. That's where it picked up when the Doctor says, Ace, we've got work to do. And that's a terrible Scottish accent. I apologize. So from 1991 to 1997, all of these books featured, um, except for the final one, uh, involved the seventh Doctor, who was portrayed by Sylvester McCoy. The final book, The Dying Days, had the eighth Doctor, who was portrayed in the 96 film by Paul McGann. By the way, both of them will be at Chicago TARDIS this year. So make sure you go to chicagotardis.com to get your passes. I believe there are several one-day passes left. Unfortunately, the meet and greets are all sold out. Uh, in further books between uh, the publisher or the books were published between ninety seven and ninety nine. Also featured a new character, which is huge in the Big Finish world, Bernie Summerfield, who's portrayed by Lisa Bowerman. Uh, and some where the Doctor didn't even appear in the book. The idea was to continue the Doctor Who story, but they didn't want to use the Target label as the Target book. Target was meant for as children's books, and these were becoming a little more sophisticated. So Virgin Publishing had actually pub, um, bought the Target books in 1989. By the way, Virgin Publishing is related to the same company as Virgin Airlines. Uh, the, the millionaire Richard Branson owns that conglomerate. So yeah, he had a part to play in keeping Doctor Who alive. Uh, Virgin's uh, new editor took over and they, they, the, the major, the output of Target was televised stories, so these were going to be news stories. Virgin was granted a license to produce full-length original novels continuing the story. So the range titled The New Adventures was launched. The first book was Time Worm Genesis by our good friend John Peel. We talked to him on a previous program. Uh, he had really been successful contributing to the Target books, especially the Dalek novelizations. Uh, the other authors, of course, the late Terence Dix, 
and also uh, Nigel Robinson, uh, who had been the uh, predecessor as editor of Target Books, and Paul Cornell, um, who had been an active contributor to the Doctor Who fanzine era and began his career as a scriptwriter. So the first four books, called Time Worm, were very, very successful. Uh, I'm not going to go through the entire series, but there are 84 books. And you can find them, pretty much. Uh, I remember actually seeing these new in the Barnes & Noble, uh, Borders, uh, or independent bookstores. I do remember seeing those. Um, After the Doctor Who movie in 1996, the BBC chose not to renew Virgin's license to produce Doctor Who novels. Uh, Instead, the BBC decided to publish its own Doctor Who fiction. So it was 61 New Adventures and 33 Missing Adventures. That was the end of Virgin, and it ended with The Dying Days, which is the only Eighth Doctor novel. The final Doctor Who book actually published by Virgin was So Vile a Sin, featuring the Seventh Doctor. It had been scheduled for at least several months, but it was delayed due to difficulties with the manuscript. The New Adventure series continued with Bernice Summerfield, uh, including uh, her job at St. Oscars University as professor of archaeology on the planet of Della. And so a lot of that got picked up by Big Finish, and which I highly recommend. Go to bigfinish.com. In fact, get the Big Finish podcast. The, ben- the Nick and Benji show is amazingly funny. Um, so to talk about collectability, I'm going to just basically just the... The things that are about the books here. The first book features Ace, of course, and the Doctor. And then you have the War Chief and the Warlords. So he brings back, Terrence Dix brings back the uh, his characters from the War Games. And then Nigel Robinson in Apocalypse uh, brings back Ace. And then you've got uh, Paul Cornell. And throughout the whole series, you've got Draconians, the Brigadier, um, Joe Grant, Liz Shaw, uh, Sergeant Benton. The Meddling Monk, the Vardens, the Ice Warriors, Alpha Centauri, lots of you know, lots of those things, uh, including um, Braxiatel, you know, the, um, the I guess, uh, not really Bernice Summerfield's arch nemesis, but someone who's very critical to the story. So all of these books, and by the way, the first thing I found was that uh, the first four books are highly collectible. I guess I've seen a set of four for about $60, which sounds about right to me. Um, anyway, the books in itself, depending on condition, if the book's in mint condition, expect to pay a little more. If, uh, if it was a little bit used or if it's from an ex-library, and I wanted to define that, by the way, ex-library means that it came from a public library or private library and has a stamp or perhaps an envelope uh, inside of it, or maybe it was cloth-bound. Uh, by a library with the same thing. So ex-library actually brings the value down quite a bit. Uh, so anywhere from $25 up to $65 for books in mint condition can be found in some markets. Uh, the set of four uh, I found on, on eBay for $75 and another set for $65. Easily collectible and very affordable if you're a first-time collector, if you know where to look. I do recommend, um, like I mentioned before, Abe's Used Books Online. You just uh, type into Google Abe's Used Books and you'll find them very useful. They connect booksellers from all over the world. And they actually help guarantee the sale. So I had a sale that did not work. It actually was my own fault. I was looking for a book and they said they had this book in mint condition, which 
made me very suspicious and they wanted a lot of money. So I thought, well, maybe they do have it. Well, I sent it and I never got the book. Abe's used books to refunded my money without questions asked and they banned the seller. So I'm really pleased with them. So many Doctor Who books can be found on there for reasonable prices. Um, however, you'll also find some for unreasonable prices. It's time for the most outrageous offer. Again, the award for the most outrageous offer for Doctor Who collectibles goes to a bookseller on Abe's Used Books. Not all sellers are scrupulous on that site. Um, and it happens to be one of the new adventures. Uh, it's Lung Barrow by Mark Platt. Uh, the, it says here that the book, it's uh, first edition, uh, has, you know, basically it says new condition. Get ready. Here is the price of the book. $4,808.72. I'm not making that up. Um... I rule that it will not sell at that price, especially when um, the other sellers are being equally ridiculous. There are three new ones from $785 and eight used from $319. An independent search of this book in other locations, uh, Amazon UK had a copy for $20. US So I bought it. So there you go. Maybe I can turn it around for $4,808.72 and probably get banned from the Facebook group I posted that in. Be careful. There's no reason to pay that kind of money for Doctor Who stuff. Um, have you seen a Doctor Who item that seems a little too high in price? Let us know on our Facebook page at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast or email us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com and we will give you full props for that. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we appreciate everybody who pays uh, attention to what we talk about here. Um, I do get a lot of great feedback from various folks, and I thank you all for listening. So, since we began with a somber note about Terrence Dix, I wanted to end on an upbeat note. So, I'm going to end with my usual audio um, teaser here, which is something I think everybody has heard. Um, it's called Doctor Who is Gonna Fix It by the Australian country band Bulamakanka. Bulamakanka was formed in 1978 on the country's Gold Coast by Ray Young, who died in March of 2004. And it started out as a part-time trio, and they toured extensively um, using Australian bush music and American bluegrass. So by the early 80s, the band was touring full-time and extending their audience across many boundaries. Um, so basically, uh, the lead singer... It looks like uh, one of the band members was killed in a car accident, so um, there was a lot of things that happened there. But anyway, they released a single in 1983 called Doctor Who is Gonna Fix It, and the other side, uh, a song called Harlequin, which is about a racehorse. And it was released on BBC Records and Tapes. I have the 45 in mint condition. But if you don't have a, a record player, you can still get it on a CD compilation called The Best of Bulla Makanka, which was released in 1993. And that CD is actually selling for approximately $30 Australian, which is about $20.42 American plus the postage. Anyway, I think you can also find it on YouTube. But anyway, I'm going to close with that. Anyway, thank you for listening. Keep collecting, and let's see you all at Chicago TARDIS 2019.
this amazing cow They called it Doctor Who It was half past six on the ABC Just before the news No heads to interrupt me on an interspecial cruise There was moving metal madness So programmed to destroy The Doctor has them covered To thwart their every ploy Exterminate, exterminate That evil monotone The Doctor fights the Daleks And I'm then all alone Doctor, who is gonna fix it? Doctor, who will put it right? As he moves across the galaxy At twice the speed of light Back into the future The TARDIS travels time With his beautiful assistant And his trusty mate K-9 Inside the doors, a vast interior complex defies dimensional laws. His robot dog is by his side, he packs a powerful punch, and he always has the answers when it comes down to the crunch. Doctor, who is gonna fix it? Doctor, who will put it right as he moves across the galaxy at twice the speed of light? Back into the future, the TARDIS travels time with his beautiful assistant. Yeah. Back into the future, the TARDIS travels time with his beautiful...